Welcome everyone to the Mid-Level Show. I am your host, Ben Rogers. Uh, this is the show where we get the mid-levels of performance medicine together uh, with, with the technology. We're on a, a Zoom call and we get everybody together from all of our locations and, and we talk about this past week's dictations episode and doctor's note. You know, we're, we're here to give you extra perspective and dive a little deeper on some of the thoughts of Dr. Rogers and what we're up to at Performance Medicine. Uh, before we get started, guys, I'm going to do a quick little introduction. We got Amber Butler from our Kingsport office. We've got Fran Wilson from our Johnson City office. We've got Kara Cairns from our Knoxville office. And we've got Andy Rogers from our Kingsport and Johnson City office. Uh, guys, thank you so much for being here as always. Uh, this is one of my favorite times of the week. Uh, I get to talk to you guys and we get to hash out um, you know, what Dr. Rogers said on Monday, uh, and this week's episode was a, was a really cool one. Um, it was on the, uh, a COVID-19 update. And I think, you know, one of his main purposes of this update was to talk about hormones and, and COVID-19 and some of the impact that, uh, that hormone levels were having on some cases. Um, I'll, I'll start with you, Amber, you know, what was your, what was your take on, you know, what he said about hormones and COVID or is there anything that stood out to you in particular? Well, it's interesting to me, and I've shared this with multiple people since from listening to it Monday, um, the importance of maintaining that health balance, whether it's taking your vitamins, keeping your hormones regulated for those people who have low testosterone or, you know, postmenopausal women or uh, women who've had hysterectomies and how important you know, we know that it's important for our heart and our skin and, you know, for men, for your brain health and uh, energy levels and things like that. But in specifically with this virus, how you're seeing a protection for people who have optimal hormone levels and, um, you know, and how he went into it with the receptors. I just thought that is fascinating. And really, once again, just looking at a whole rounded health of a person. Yeah, that's, you know, that's something I took away too. Just the whole, he keeps telling, and, and to the listeners out there, I don't think he can emphasize any, any more, you know, the, the importance of staying healthy and, and optimal hormone levels are a part of that. You know, Fran, did, did you get anything from the, the estrogen and the ACE2 receptor relationship? Was that something that stood out or, or were you more focused on, you know, the, the probiotic standpoint? What was your thoughts? Well, well, both. I mean, it made me really glad I'm on bioidentical estrogen. Just one more thing to help me um, avoid getting really sick should I get COVID. Um, but what really stood out to me was when he started talking about the vaccines. And I think that there's this false perception that once you have a vaccine, oh, well, that's the protection you need. And in my opinion, the protection you need is taking care of your own health. Um, you have to keep your immune system healthy. You can get a flu vaccine and still die from the flu. It's, it's not the ultimate protection. The protection is in keeping yourself as healthy as you can and balancing your hormone levels, making sure your gut is healthy and that your immune system is working. Um, a vaccine is not the ultimate protection from things like flu and COVID. Hopefully we will get a vaccine. I'm not, I'm not against that. I'm just saying it's the, the real protection. We don't even know how long it's going to be. It could be another month. It could be another year till we get this vaccine. So there's, in the meantime, protection is taking care of your own health 
That means your gut, your hormones, the way you eat, your lifestyle, your stress level, your exercise. It's, it's everything. How well you sleep. And I think I, that's a good point, Fran, holistically, you know, treating the whole the whole patient mentally and physically, but also patients taking responsibility for some for some of their own health, their health concerns, their choices that uh, they're making, you know. Um, so I think you bring up a good point. Sleep, especially. Yeah. And do you want to go ahead? Yeah. And two, n- not just, I think everyone's gunning for a vaccine right now. Oh yeah. Just when that vaccine comes out, all this is going to go away. And I don't think it is. Uh, two, with the flu vaccine, they are epidemiologists are predicting which strains are going to be most popular next year. And then they create those vaccines and you take it. And most of the time they're not very accurate. So the things that we can be under control because none of us are epidemiologists working on those vaccines are the stuff that Karen Fran just said, stuff that's right at our fingers. I do think it's important to be on. I, I feel like we talk about this a lot, but being on good brands, it makes it makes a difference. We love life extension uh, just because we see levels come up once we start implementing. Vitamin D will pop up with 5,000 IUs of vitamin D a day. So we know what's in there uh, is actually in there. But um, two, with hypertension and diabetes, I've had a couple of cases that kind of pertain to this recently with just controlling hypertension, which is where that ACE2, that's what he's talking about. That's lisinopril. ACE inhibitors is lisinopril. If you're on that drug, you're blocking that specific receptor for hypertension. Um, and start knowing more about what you're taking. I think this is really, I think this was really good. And I think we have a lot more control over our response to it than we think we do. And going back to what you were saying, Andy, about the vaccines, that's exactly what when he was saying it, I was like, okay, to expand on that a little, just like the flu mutates into different strands, so does COVID. It has mutated into several different strands, which has made it somewhat difficult, in some ways good, because the most mortal, the highest mortality strands died off very quickly. And you're seeing this, these different mutations of it. So it is harder to create it's not a one size fits all just like the flu vaccine you would think if i get the flu vaccine why would i ever get the flu because there's so many different strands beyond just a and b which are the our most familiar so in that note for those listening in vaccines are important i'm not against vaccines at all it's just as we are all saying you know that's why especially now your vitamin c your vitamin d your zinc you know be on good supplements to take control of your own immunity based on what your body can produce immune-wise. Yeah, I, it, what's what's fascinating to me, you know, in listening to, to him talk about the, the COVID-19 pandemic is, you know, it's really a great opportunity in, in a terrible situation. It's a great opportunity to really take ownership, like Kara said, of, of your health right now. Um, there's no better time, um, no time where... Uh, it makes more sense to to really get on some of this stuff. I've I've noticed a a lot of people that that I follow, you know, on places like Twitter and stuff like that, who have lost a ton of weight. They look so much more healthy, and you know, I think that's the, the that's what's going to come out of this. I, I my hope is, and and also we get into in, in the dictations conversation a little bit about how we might see 
a not as bad of a flu season because of some of the precautions that, that everyone is taking now, which is uh, hopeful as well. Uh, but of course, we're, we're not in the predicting game. Uh, it's just something that, that could happen that uh, turning kind of a, a really bad situation into, into a positive uh, if we can. Um, I, I want to shift over to gluten shield and probiotics because I found this part of it to be really fascinating, the way he describes probiotics and how it helps us stay healthy. I've never really thought of a probiotic as an immune booster. Uh, is there, did you guys pick up that, uh, pick up the same thing? What, what's some thoughts here? Andy, you want to, you want to start us off here? Yeah. Well, you're, if you think about your gut is the, it says it controls 70% of your immunity. And that's true. Think about the first thing that happens when you are born, you, you have an opening, you have your mouth. That is where you get the passing of immunity from mom to baby through breast milk is through, that is your first source of, uh, uh, immunity because any opening that you have in your body has to protect you about what's going in and what's going out. So your gut is all connected. You have the same mucosal tissue on the top end as you do in the bottom end. So two, so the probiotics and prebiotics, you're feeding your good bacteria. You're also providing actual live bacteria as well. There's the pre and the pro. And this gluten shield has other additives to a digestive enzymes that anecdotally, a lot of patients with IBS tend to get control over. Um, and it just tends to be a good one. That's another one where brands do matter and the actual type of probiotic. I had one patient that had a bad experience on probiotics, got really sick, but it was a gummy that was coming from Walmart. It's probably not going to have the, the real, it's just probably not going to have the real stuff in it. Gluten shield's a good one. Kara, Kara what, what's your thoughts on, on the, the gluten shield and, and the probiotic in terms of the immune booster, uh, situation? I, I, I just was shocked by it and I, I want to hear, uh, I've always thought of it as something that helps with stomach aches. And, and in this week's episode, that's kind of what I took from it. You want to just riff on what Andy just said? Well, I, I agree uh, with Andy, you know, not all uh, probiotics are created equal. So definitely being on a good one, a pharmacy grade. Um, and um, some people can have a reaction to one particular probiotic, but then they can try another one and um, do much better on that. And um, so I think that's, that's very good. So if you took a probiotic, it didn't agree with you. Don't let that um, prevent you from trying another one, pre um, preferably one that's been recommended, uh, like Dr. Rogers did with the um, the gluten shield and keeping um, good bacteria. Um, you want to make sure there's good bacteria in your gut to promote the immune system. So, for and that's for regular patients, but also like we've talked about this before, my husband, he has Crohn's disease. So you've got patients who have IBD beyond IBS. And for a while, even we, you know, he's on Humira. Why does he need to be on a probiotic? Because it's controlling his inflammation. It's controlling his IBD. But any, it's still important because, you know, obviously with the autoimmune portion where his body attacks itself in the gut system uh, to, to replenish and take a probiotic. So um, I'm stressing that to him because sometimes he thinks, you know, if I just take my regular medicine, that's all I need. But for those listening, you know, probiotics are important regardless of the, um, your, state even if you have a disease state and you're on an uh, immune suppressant of some kind those are still important and two amber you make a good point of 
oh, well, I don't really feel anything off of this. I'm taking this every day and it's not like I'm trying to fix stomach pain. I don't have stomach pain. That's an important thing to know. You may not feel better on vitamin D. You may not feel better on vitamin C. You may not feel better on zinc. Boosting up your immune system, you may feel clear of mind. You may feel a little bit healthier, but there's not that thing of, oh, well, I just took my testosterone shot. Heck yeah, I feel different. <laughs> Perfect. So well, that it's hard. Short term and long term, too. You exactly. Know? Exactly. So what's really, uh, it's really, I think it's harder, it's easier said than done to just take all these, but getting in the habit and routine is important for patients. I'm actually really glad you said that, Andy, because I, you know, I, I'm a huge fan of this book called uh, Atomic Habits by James, James Clear. And, uh, and part of, you know, some of, the, some of the habits that he talks about is are taking vitamins or taking medications. Do you guys have any tips for how to remember to take your vitamins? Um, because you also have to, what I've learned through this, you know, through this season is you need to take vitamin D with food. You need to take uh, zinc with food. Uh, you know, so like trying to remember all this stuff. Do you guys have any uh, tips for, the, for me in particular and the listeners? Fran, you're our vitamin queen. So the so the little boxes that have every day of the week work great. You can get them at um, like CVS or Walgreens, and you put all your pills for depends on how many times a day you're taking things. But I have two, so that I I take them in the morning, and then I except for if I'm intermittent fasting, then I can't take them till lunch. But I take another sleeve of them in the evening for the pills that I'm taking at night. So the best way to remember, I think, is to have them all counted out each week and put in their little things so you can remember that, A, you took them or you didn't take them. And also that way, I'm always running out of things. And at least if you're doing them for the whole week and, oh, gosh, I'm out of vitamin C, I got to reorder, you know, ahead of time, instead of getting to the bottle and saying, oh, last vitamin C, oh, darn. And then it's three days till you get your next bottle. So those are my tips for taking your vitamins. One one thing I'm thinking immediately what I think of Fran is we have got to figure out a way to make that cool because you know the the image I I have in my head is such a like man that's so nerdy like having <sighs> having a pill box. I know it makes you feel old like here you are counting out your pills each week and you're talking <laughs> to the wrong crowd man. Yeah, man. Yeah, I've I'm got in the club. I've got mine to go. There we go. If if you're listening on the podcast, everyone's pulling out their their pill boxes. Pill boxes. There we go. They're cool. (laughs) So, uh, so everybody want to get a pill box? Everybody's got them. Right now, I'm I'm going straight from the bottle. This is my (laughs) husband's. He only has one day left. Mine's empty, so I have to refill it now. Yes. Yep. (laughs) Or, you know, Ben, you could be like your dad. He carries his in a Ziploc, and he takes them a little along the day. He'll take two and three here, two and three. So eventually, by the end of the day, he gets all 25 in. So (laughs) goodness gracious. (laughs) But to that point, I think, too, is creating those habits, exactly what you were saying. If you, We are a routine people. I mean, most of us probably eat similar things for breakfast and lunch almost every day, maybe even dinner. So I think if you can get in the habit of after breakfast or before breakfast, I take this. And it may take, you know, up to 21 days or something to form a habit. But once you do it, then even Dr. Rogers, like during the day, I'm sure he, he you know, has those triggers where he's done it so often. But it's just doing that. It, it really does matter. You know, um, taking right now, taking C, D, zinc, and now we're, you know, we're putting in probiotic. 
uh, into into that mix for for COVID nineteen and just for you know feeling good and staying healthy uh, throughout the whole year. Uh, it's so important. And that was one of my big takeaways is, is, is how a probiotic helps take nutrients to the cells in the bloodstream, uh, which makes so much sense. Um, given we, given that we understand how the microbiome works, he gets into, you know, what is it guys? 70% of the DNA Your immune system. is there. It's just, it's just crazy. And, and what we'll do, um, we will link up that, that doctor's note because I, I know uh, this will help everybody. There's there's something in there for for everyone, whether you're just trying to stay healthy or you want to know more from an update standpoint on COVID nineteen. Um, guys, we're we're running out of time. Uh, we're gonna do some last thoughts. Uh, Amber, what's your what's your last thoughts on this week's COVID nineteen update? Uh, and you know the role hormones are playing. Anything that that uh, can help the listeners. Just now is the time to take control of your health and definitely get on these supplements non-negotiable. If you can tolerate them and you don't have any other issues where you can't take uh, vitamin D with K, zinc, vitamin C, and a probiotic. Fran? And get your hormones checked. There you go. And get your hormones <laughs> checked. I liked it. Uh, Fran, what's your, what's your final thoughts? Um, just think of your microbiome as an army and you want to feed the good. So your prebiotic is food for the good army. And then you want to also with your um, probiotics, be replacing some of the army that maybe has been wiped out for different reasons. And that is you're going to be your strength. Um, just think of your gut that way. You're always trying to feed the good so they can take over the bad. I like that. Andy, what, what's your final thought? I have two. Can I have two final thoughts? <laughs> no. This time you can have two. <laughs> Anybody needs to be on a pre and probiotic. It's Ben. Good Lord. Chipotle three times a day. Uh, let's protect that gut, Ben. Okay. <laughs> My gut is in terrible shape. I've, I've, I'm, I got to get on gluten shield. You need one. Thank God. Okay. So, um, okay. Two things. One with, uh, with, um, God, I lost the other one. Now that we just said that we're going into flu season into sinusitis season. People are going to want to be on the Z packs and on the antibiotics that also protecting your gut with pre and probiotics that helps out when you take out antibiotics because you're wiping out bacteria that way. So that's replenishes. Everybody should be on one. The second thing is that this was sent out by Medscape. And I don't know if you all got this a couple of days ago, but this says low free 25 OHD vitamin D is the best predictor of mortality. So people are dying with vitamin D deficiency. 25 OHD is made from vitamin D3. So that's the one that we take is vitamin D3, either with or without K. Low free vitamin D, best protector of you dying. So take vitamin D. That is easy. If that's any indication, Medscape and, and these uh, European, it's from uh, the European Union and they don't take any of this very lightly. Their studies are well done. You can look that up on Medscape. Um, uh, to get that. So take vitamin, if that's any indication for taking vitamin D, then I don't know what is. Kara, what, what's your final thoughts? And I, and I agree with um, Andy. People think, well, I'm outside in the sun. And so I, I don't need vitamin D. And the average person, their vitamin D might be about 36. And Dr. Rogers has said that we like it to be around 60 or 80. I've even heard 80 to 100. So, um, you know, that's why Andy is stressing the importance of making sure that you take um, the vitamin D3 because we just don't synthesize it like uh, like we use like we should. So um, that's another reason. And also think ahead, plan, prepare. We know um, 
flu season is coming and then on top of COVID-19. So be intentional and, um, and get prepared so that you can, you know, take care of your um, body mentally and physically. Great. And also people should get their levels checked because the one thing is everyone says, well, how much should I take? Well, that might be different for different people. So some people, 5,000 is going to boost you into that 60 to 80. But for some reason, some people can take 5,000 a day and their levels still aren't getting there. So they're the type of person that needs to maybe bump up to even more. And a vitamin D level is, is super easy to check. Um, so that's, that's, that's something everybody should do. Uh, guys, great final thoughts there. Great discussion. Uh, to the audience, thank you guys for listening and joining us every single week for the Mid-Level Show. If you want all of our shows in your inbox every single Monday, join Performance Weekly. You can, you can subscribe on our website. It's also in the description below. We appreciate you. And as always, we will see you next week. I love you guys, and I'll see you guys next week. Okay. Bye-bye. Thanks, guys, for listening to this episode of the podcast. Uh, please share the podcast with your friends. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. Uh, we will see you guys next time.